welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. Today, we're going to talk about making time for people. Are we too busy for people? If you're new to the podcast, welcome. You've been here before. Welcome back. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less. And I've also written a book called Noise, Living and Leading When Nobody Can Focus. And the point of this podcast is to help you become a better communicator, more intentional. And one of the things that we struggle with, myself included, is how do we find time for people? You know, we're, you know are we too busy for people? And it may make sense. I mean, we're, we're, it's easy to do. It's, it's an easy trap to fall into. I mean, we're busy. Got a lot of things going on. Um, pretty easily distracted, a lot of things to focus on. Maybe that a lot of spending too much time on my phone, consuming information, forgetting about the people around me, I'm running from thing to thing, meeting to meeting, obligation to obligation. The day just flies by. It's a blur. Um, maybe people are boring. Too many issues. Uh, it just takes too much effort. But I mean, fundamentally... The point here is, are we too busy for people? And how do we make time for people? I mean, why? I mean, we all know deep down in our heart that people are the most important things, right? They're the most important. And we dismiss them and we're missing what's most valuable in our lives, both professionally and personally. People drive everything. People drive you crazy. But they drive everything. They're the most valuable. People are the most valuable. And thinking about this podcast, um, it's a challenge that I face and we all face, which is how do I, am I making enough time for people? And I think back many years ago, um, over 30 years ago, actually, right out of college, I went to Spain. I lived there for a few years, two years. I was an English teacher right out of college. And... Uh, I taught students of different ages, so it wasn't a classroom setting, it was a language lab, so it was like individual instruction recordings and sort of soundproof booths, and it was kind of an interesting setup. So I would meet people of all different backgrounds. I had high school, it was an after-school kind of thing, so it was in downtown Madrid, <clears throat> so I would have students from high school that are preparing to go into college and college exams, and I would have college students and young professionals, and I had, you know, I had people, you know, politicians, and I had adults, and it was a whole mix. You know, the, the lab itself, there's probably four or five in the, in the, in the school, and I, I ran one of the classrooms, and it was, a, it was eight individuals, kind of soundproof booths, and they had a little glass window, and I sat in the middle, and they kind of formed a U- you shape around me and they would go and sit in their little individual booths and they would do the recordings and I would coach them and teach them. And I met a, I met a guy named Jose who was a really great guy and he was just maybe maybe a year younger than me, a couple years younger than me, but he was, he was a college student at the time. I just graduated from college, so he's a few years younger than me. Excellent guy and he was just had a great capacity for friendship and he invites me over to his house. And I didn't know anybody, so like inviting me to, for, to do something on Sunday was great because I, I didn't know anybody in the town. I just got there. I, was, I had no friends. I was working all the time. I had, after I leave with work, I, I would literally have nothing to do. And so he's like, hey, you, you, I want you to come to my house and have dinner on Sunday. 
with my family. So I did. So I got in the, I got in the subway, went to his house, and beautiful family, beautiful home. Um, so they invite me, and it was like, you know, they killed the fatted calf, so to speak. You know, like they, I sat down, and it was just this beautiful spread. So we had appetizers, and it was like it was just they invited me, so they made this big spread. You know, so it was the mom and the dad and his twin brother and his sisters, and it was just fantastic. So we sat down, had appetizers, and then we sat down in the, this, their formal dining room, and we had dinner, and it was just, it was delicious, and the conversation was great, and it was just so enjoyable. And in Spain, you know, when you have these things, you don't just go for dinner for like half hour. It's it's this this whole experience of a few hours, right? So after dinner, um, we're sitting in their living room, we're talking. And I remember I started getting nervous, like, okay, well, this is kind of long. Like, we're going on three hours or more, and, and like, like I got to go. And then I just stopped, and I thought to myself, where? I I have nothing to do. It was 5 o'clock on a Sunday. I was like, this whole thing was from, like, 2 to 5, 2 to 6. I mean, I've got nowhere to go, and I'm in a hurry to go nowhere. And then I thought for a second— when it comes to people, these people have all the time in the world for me. Time stood still. That lesson for me was lasted the rest of my life. When it comes to people, always have time. Don't be in a hurry with people. Take your time. These people stopped their lives for me, and I was nobody. And it just and I became friends with this guy and his family and he had a capacity for friendship, but he took time. And that's what I want to talk about today is people are the most important things. How do we make time for people? So I'm just going to walk through, and some, and, and these are personal considerations in, for me and for you to think about how we can be better at making time for people. The most valuable things in our lives, people are the most valuable in our life. I, I've seen things because people aren't things, but it, it's really, they're the most valuable. So here's a series, just kind of a series of questions. The, f- the first thing is, and this may sound a little odd, strange, but do you take time for yourself every day? And you've talked about in previous podcasts the importance of quiet time. Are you so busy, are we so busy that we don't even take time for ourselves in quiet every day to think about our day and to think about what's important and to plan for what's coming up and to be reflective and to think about what's important and, or do we run from that? Because I can't take time for people if I don't even take time for myself. Our, and we do this exercise in our courses where we take five minutes of quiet and people are like, I can't do that. You know, do, so the first question is, you know, do you take time for yourself scheduled every day, quiet in the morning and in the afternoon? Absolutely essential. Not just to manage the noise, but to really start focusing on what's really important. Like just even this morning, I took time for myself. I do it every morning and every afternoon of quiet. And I use it for different things. And for today, I was thinking about you when I was thinking about this podcast and how important it was. And I just took time. But I took time for myself. I didn't run from it. It's very easy to run from ourselves in these moments. Take Do we take time? That's the first consideration. The second consideration is, are you accessible? Um, do, do you open up your schedule for people? Do you have time 
friends. Like, okay, well, I haven't seen this person in a long time. Like, reach, you know, is there any room on your schedule on the weekend, in the evening, in the morning for a call? Um, getting together with people that work for you, do you, you know? Do you check in with them? Are you accessible? Are you available? You know, like if you go back to like a teacher, the office hours. Like, do where, where, when, when can people find you? Are you so booked that it's impossible? You know, when I used to work downtown Chicago, you know, you always hear like you have an open door policy, and people always say that. You know, it's, in, in many cases, it's just not true. People are not accessible. They're so busy. You know, you think about people that you would love to talk to, and they're just not available. Um, and people ask me, do you have a minute? And I'm, I'm, my answer was always, always, what do you need? Just stop and make time. Am I accessible? I, I have to make myself accessible. You know, one of the signs of, of accessibility is that when you're talking to the person, it's like, time stands still. There's make that time available. Do I do that? Another consideration is just, are you present? Okay, so you you do that. You know, I'm like, yeah, I'm, you know, do, you have, do you have a minute? But are you actually there? Or are you thinking about the next thing or what just happened? Or like you're not mentally, you're physically present, but are you mentally present? Like, and this is why in the book Noise, I call it present listening, because I'm like, I am there in that moment. And I'm giving the gift of my undivided attention. When it comes to making time for people, am I present? When it, if it's two minutes, I'm going to give myself completely to that person for two minutes. If it's five, it's five. And nothing else matters. Like when I was with the family, it was three hours. But that was the only focus of their attention. They weren't on their phones. They weren't doing anything else. They were just focusing on that moment. Are we present in that moment? The quality of our attention, our kids, our friends, like are we actually present for them. It's not just making time, but like, all right, I'm, I'm here for you. I'm not letting my brain go off and do something else. Another consideration is in that moment, do you care about them? Like, are you concerned about them? Are you thinking about them? Like what's going on? Like, is it, is it about you or is it about them? Like I, I, I'm focusing. If I got people that work for me, what what are you working on? You know, what's 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 getting you stopped? Like I'm st- I'm I'm really focusing on them. Like I am I really have a deep concern about what's going on. I'm checking in. I'm talking to them. Do I care about them? Do I know the name of their spouse? Do I know where they are from? Could I could I write three paragraphs about about who they are and what they like or dislike? I mean, do I care about them? I mean, concerned. And the flat final consideration is, do I, do I use excuses as an easy way for, for me to just push them out? Like, I'm busy. I can't do it. Like, I'm just, I justify myself. Like, I, I want to make time, but I don't because something else is more important. Do I let other things easily step in and get in the way of making time for people? Like, my dad always gets so many sayings, and I've mentioned him in previous podcasts, but he would, his, his, one of his sayings was, an excuse by any other name is still an excuse. Do I use excuses to not make time for people and justify myself? So here's some small steps that we can, and I can, I can do to, to really make people a priority, to make time for them. Time is a precious commodity. People are super valuable the most important thing in our life. 
first, do I reach out to people often? I text people like, I haven't talked to you a while. Let's get together. You know, do I take that initiative? People don't take the initiative. They wait. I'm going to wait for somebody to knock on my door. I'm going to wait for somebody to text me. I'm going to wait for somebody. Well, why don't I be that person? Do I reach out often? Um, After I have an encounter or talk to people, do I take note? Hey, you know, he said that his wife's name is Amanda or he's studying for the bar or, you know, his uncle is sick or like there are things that are said in those conversations in that span of two minutes or five or whatever. What am I noticing that I should I should remember to I take note of it? If people are important, don't you know, I remember this guy that I would talk to and every time I met him, I known him for years. Every time he it was like he had amnesia. So what's your name? Where do you live? It's like. I've met you 15 times. It was, we were on, on like a school board together. He never took note of me. I, okay, so I, yeah, he, he, he wasn't present. He didn't remember a thing. Very accomplished physician, by the way. Never could remember my first name or anything about me, and I knew him for 10 years. Um, another thing we can do, small thing, is speak a little bit less and listen more. Okay? Speak, you know, it's not about you. It's about them. So speak less. Just look at the, the ratio. Less, less talking, more listening. And finally, don't be in a hurry. Don't be in a hurry. Waste time with people. Find ways to waste time with people. Okay, it's just, it's just on the, to be in the receiving end of a person who's in a hurry is terrible. To be in the receiving end of a person who's in no hurry is incredible. Okay, so that's, that's today's podcast. Make time for people. Make that the most important thing. Nothing else is more important than that. Nothing else is more important than that. So just think about it. Take some time for yourself and think about it. You know, think about it for a second. If you don't take time for people, maybe they won't find time for you. Just saying. <laughs>